everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of We're Spinning Plates. I'm Kira and I'm Em and we are back after a week-long hiatus. We took a little podcasting break last week, um, not really out of choice, more so out of circumstance. I was moving house and did not yet have internet in my new house so that is clearly rectified now and I have faster internet than I have ever had in my life which is so exciting. Um, So that is why we were missing last week. It was lovely to see a few messages from people who had actually missed it. It's nice to know that people listened to the podcast. Yeah, definitely. So so that was that, but we are back and better than ever. So without (laughs) further ado, what is better than ever is a stretch. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that was probably the worst way to enter into your weekly roundup. So... um, (laughs) how's your week been it has been not the best week i as we just mentioned as kira just mentioned also i'm very glad you used the word hiatus i was really hoping that you were going to use that (laughs) i love that word um sadly a member a close member of my family passed away which was just another reason why we decided not to Mm -hmm. record last week i was in no fit fit state to record an episode of the podcast and i wanted to be honest because i think it's important that we be honest about the things that don't go well in our lives as well as the things that do go well and it was really nice to see so many messages of people that missed it because I wasn't expecting those messages but it it did cheer Mm -hmm. me up even on a week where we didn't put that out there and I think it's important also just to acknowledge that it's totally okay like to experience grief and to not be able to live life in a normal way if you are grieving someone I know that a lot of people in the past year will have experienced grief and it's so important to just you know plug and plugging self-care but to take time to give yourself self-care to kind of suspend all normal activity if that's what you need and that is what I needed and Kira was supportive Mm -hmm. of that Um, and that with the moving house we just decided to shelve last week's episode and I'm glad we did because well I'm not sure I would have been able to record and also it probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been the most joyous episode so yeah that was obviously like has been a massive part of the last couple of weeks Um, but on a lighter note I have (laughs) become addicted to TikTok. (laughs) Yes! Finally! (laughs) feel like I held off for so long um because I just didn't think I'd be into it but I'm so uh, I mean I'm not everyone's making, into it <laughs> I'm not making TikToks but I I literally before I go to bed and when I wake up literally scroll for about half an hour and then throughout mm-hmm. the day it fascinates me how quickly the TikTok algorithm knew what I liked and how quickly yeah. it's like a curated feed of videos. You'll also see that like suddenly, without even realising it, it'll be a few weeks down the line and a type of video now that you're seeing every single day. Suddenly you'll be like, oh my God, I haven't seen any of those videos in ages and your algorithm would have changed. But with it, your interest moves and everything just goes so quickly. And I just think it is... I absolutely so love addictive. it. Addictive. And it's, it's great. It's making me learn a lot about myself, like what it is, <laughs> what it's giving me, because I've learned that I think my biggest biggest niche on TikTok is people playing, oh my God, I can't speak, people playing <laughs> pranks on their partners. That's, that's the majority of what TikTok gives me. Either that or wow. people doing impressions of their parents. Um, yeah I get both of them a lot what's your your niche what does TikTok serve you so at the moment my TikTok niche is people doing like POV um impressions so like that'll be like POV um I'm your year seven form tutor and the accuracy of some of these people who are like comedy actors and actresses doing like something that literally takes you back to when you're in school there's some that do really incredible teachers others of being like not very nice popular girls there's a lot of girls who do like 
I'm your boyfriend's girl best friend and those <laughs> ones are hilarious. Um, so yeah, I think lot- I've seen that, you know. <laughs> it's amazing. I absolutely love them. Oh, and I've also recently been getting a lot of like, again, POV ones, but about musical theatre. So like always there is like someone who thinks that they like deserve to be like the main sort of cast in the high school play, but they're not actually really, really good. And it's just, it's so niche, but really, really funny. It interests me so much, like, what people's niches are. That one you sent me of Graham Norton, the TikTok of Graham Norton and (laughs) Alison Hammond. Oh my gosh. I literally have shown that to everyone I know. (laughs) It's the funniest thing ever. It's so funny. So TikTok was a massive part of my week and also The Circle. Don't know if you watch The Circle. It is one of my favourite TV shows. It grips me so much. I mean, I'm glad to hear it. Like, I've seen it, but for some reason, it just doesn't... I've not thought to watch it. Like, that and Love Island, I just don't... Don't watch. It's it's a different kettle of fish to Love Island. So if you don't know what The Circle is, for anyone listening, it's kind of a... It's set in Manchester in this block of flats and these this group of people move move into the flats and they can all choose who to be on this social media network and they can't see each other. Um, so you can choose to be yourself or you can choose to be a catfish. And it's just this like popularity contest using social media and catfishing. It's just so addictive. This week has been a really tough week for me and just saving that those episodes from the night before and watching them whilst I'm working from home gives me something to look forward to and so <laughs> the circle really has saved me this week so I've enjoyed that um and then the final thing I feel like in this roundup is in quite a dark like period I've realized how nice my friends are and how much I love my friends <laughs> Kira being one of them um Thank I just you. I feel like when you go through like difficult periods of time you mm-hmm. really see like who cares about you and it's been so heart- heartwarming to know that I literally had a box of brownies delivered yesterday from my uni friend Aww. I've had p- loads of people ringing me and it's just I don't know this is a friend appreciation moment where I just want to say like if you're listening I love you a lot <laughs> how's your week been that's very cute. you were one of those um, people to clarify <laughs> thank you love you too um <laughs> so my week has <laughs> we've never been seen great that. Well, it's out there now for the whole world to hear. Um, So, uh, my week. My week's been good. It's been hectic, chaotic, and everything, what with the whole moving house. But we are now, we are officially in. We've been in the house for a week because we're filming this one on Saturday. We moved in last Saturday, so... Gradually, everything is making its way out of boxes. Still have a few bits of furniture to arrive, including the sofa for the living room. Oh, the sofa. I'm currently sat on a camping chair because that's all we have right now. So um, it's a little bit of a unique circumstance, but it has been so, <laughs> so exciting to be in York and oh my God, I'm so excited! finally moved. Um, and, and we, we met. Have, yeah. We met in done, real life again. <laughs> yeah. Done our little walk. We went for coffee. We also went to Waitrose together, which was exciting. <laughs> and... Next up on the agenda for what happened with my week was vegan quiche. Oh my gosh. I have now experienced a waitress trip with Kira and she bought four types of quiche. (laughs) I just, so I mean, I'm not like mad for quiche. Like it's not everything that my life is about. But I saw on Instagram the other day that this brand called Clive's had brought out vegan quiche at Waitrose and I'd never ever seen vegan quiche before because obviously the main ingredients of quiche tend to be like eggs and cheese so I'm like drink every time Kira says quiche quiche (laughs) quiche (laughs) 
<laughs> Jay Lee playing. <laughs> oh god. Um, so I've never seen vegan quiche before. So they also come in individual sizes. Like they're not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still going. Carry on, carry on. They are not full family size quiches. So I thought I might as well get all of them to try. So far I've tried a cauliflower and a garlic one, a mushroom and spinach one, and also a vegan quiche Lorraine. My favorite one was the cauliflower one, followed by mushroom and So the quiche Lorraine didn't live up to expectations. The texture of the quiche Lorraine wasn't as good as the other two. Oh. They were all nice though. Really nice. Can't believe this is on the podcast. <laughs> so quiche has been a big part of my week. Um, I've literally been eating quiche almost every single day, but um, worth it. And aside from that, Jay and I have been enjoying watching some films together. We don't watch films very often, or at least we didn't in our old house because we just had a little TV in our bedroom and his parents would usually be in the living room with the big TV because it's their house, obviously. Um, so we didn't like to watch films on like a not so good TV. So now that we have a TV, it's very exciting. So we've been watching some Adam Sandler movies. We watched nice. Murder Mystery, which was with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And then we also watched Blended, which I loved. I like that film. That's a good oh. film. It was so good. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, but it was hilarious. So really enjoyed that. And then we made the very exciting discovery that all seven seasons of Malcolm in the Middle are on all four. So I have never watched that. I feel like you looked at me then like you were waiting for a reaction. I can't believe it. It's so good. I love Malcolm in the Middle and I've never watched them like, I don't think I've watched them in like order just because they would have just been on channel four in like random order and stuff like that so we're watching it from the start wow and it's hilarious and also really interesting to see brian cranston who plays the dad in malcolm in the middle but he's also the main actor from breaking bad haven't seen that either (laughs) (laughs) i'm relying on some people who are listening to understand but essentially he was just like such a goofy comedy sitcom actor in Malcolm in the Middle and then now he's like a super serious actor and I feel like it's rare for actors to make that transition so it's quite impressive to see mm. that he's you know started with Malcolm in the Middle variety is the spice of life it really is um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think about whether or not anything else interesting happened this week except for the fact that as I just mentioned to you before we started recording, I was just sat at the coffee table in my camping chair um, watching a YouTube video and I could hear scratching under the coffee table and I thought Gatsby was just like standing up underneath the coffee table and like scratching at the wood. And then I looked under the table and he wasn't there, but I could still hear him (laughs) scratching. And I opened the drawer from the coffee table and he was inside the coffee table somehow. For like, context, anyone who hasn't met Gatsby through his sneezing on the podcast is a rabbit. Oh yeah, I do apologise, Gatsby <laughs> is a rabbit. Gatsby is actually Kira's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she found him in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, he lives in the coffee table. Um, but yeah, that was that's literally just happened right before, so I thought I'd mention it. Live on air. <laughs> quite frankly, I was shocked when I opened the drawer. I was like, what on earth are you doing in there? Gatsby so is my the week. sweetest rabbit. And what a good, what a good way to end the roundup. 
Shall we move mm-hmm. on to the to the big beefy middle? I hate the word beefy and I regret saying it, so I'd like to back that <laughs> statement. Let's move it's on to the big no. juicy. No, I That's the word. Uh, let's move on to the big meaty. That one's all right. No, no. you're no. vegan. Um, let's move on to the big <laughs> exciting <laughs> middle section. <laughs> Okay, so moving into the big, meaty, juicy, exciting (laughs) main section, beefy main section. Um, Today we're doing a very exciting thing, which is a full Q&A episode. Now, we obviously always have an agony ant section where you can ask us questions and get our thoughts on like dilemmas in your life but a couple of times when we've asked for agony ant questions on our instagram stories we've also had people ask more questions about us and so we thought that instead of doing our usual main section and agony ant section today we would just do a big question and answer session and basically q and a chat about whatever it is that you guys want to know. So we've gotten quite a few different questions, some more serious, some more silly. Um, and I thought we would kick it off with some introductory <laughs> questions. So, And when we're asking each other questions, but we, like, the ones I'm asking Kira, she hasn't seen before, and the ones she's yeah. asking me, like, yeah. Okay. Just to so, set the scene. <laughs> setting that beautiful scene, <laughs> which, which takes us to question number one, which is, what is your zodiac sign? Aries. I almost forgot that then. Even though I am, I actually, right, okay, I, this is really up for debate in a lot of people I am friends <laughs> with and work with and whether I believe in zodiac signs. I, are they the same as astro- astrology signs? I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am an Aries then. Um, I'm not really sure if I buy into it, but I do think I'm fa- as feisty as an Aries. Yeah. Cause I was going to, my next follow up question, which was not asked by anyone else, but I was going to ask was whether you actually like believe in, in zodiac signs. I don't know, like... Because you buy into things like Enneagram types, so I thought maybe you would also Yeah, buy into but Zodiac. on a very surface level. Like, okay. it's like when I look at... If you're an Aries, you'll do this. I'm like, oh, I do that. But then I think <laughs> I could look at any other Zodiac sign if I was applying myself and probably think the same. So, like, yeah, I, what about true. you? I'm a Gemini. Um, <laughs> I, I'm here and I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Um, I actually remember um, when I started at my last job, the one at Emmerdale, um we had like a big group meeting because I was a new general manager on my very first day and everyone had to go around the table and say something about themselves and my friend Beth who I hadn't met at this point introduced herself she's like hi I'm Beth I'm a Scorpio and I was like (laughs) really liked that um I don't massively buy into zodiac signs but I do think it's interesting because I am born on the 21st of May, which is on a cusp because the zodiac signs change around like the 20th, 21st, 22nd. So my mum was into astrology when I was younger. So she actually took me to an astrologist to get my birth chart done to check. Whoa, your mum is just next level cool. (laughs) To check whether I was a Taurus or a Gemini. My mum's birthday is in June, so she is a Gemini and she really wanted me to also be a Gemini. So she was very happy that I was in fact also a Gemini. And what I think Mm. is interesting is that Jay is a Scorpio um, in November. (laughs) Listening (laughs) to you talk about it makes me think I don't believe in it. (laughs) I don't believe in it either. Like, as a thing, Jay really doesn't believe in it. But I often think that whenever I see, I've also come across TikToks about um, like zodiac signs and people always seem to hate 
the Geminis and the Scorpios, and we are that couple. So it's probably why we don't have many friends. We're that couple. <laughs> that was um, sad. I'm a friend. I said many. Um, I have some. <laughs> Um, so that was the first introductory question. The second introductory question was, how old are you? 22. Soon to be 23. 23. In, is there 31 days of this month? Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I can work out in days of the week. In a week and four days. So 11 days, I think. Have I done that right? <laughs> I will be 23. I have a good feeling about 23. It can't be, be worse than 22. <laughs> no. Um, and I am 23. For the next couple of months. I thought you months. were 26. <laughs> yeah, I've changed my mind. Me and Jade don't have any friends. <laughs> um, and then the final introductory question before we get into all of the juicy stuff is, um, how did our friendship begin? Which we have definitely talked about before. So very briefly, do you want to just talk us through our love story? <laughs> so we met on Hinge. No, Jade. <laughs> Um, so we both had booktube channels and I was just starting out, Kira had been, I think you've been making videos a lot longer than I had, but we were both making book content on YouTube Mm -hmm. and we both lived in Leeds. I was at university in Leeds. Kira had already graduated and was working in Leeds and living in Leeds. And she just popped me a message saying, I've seen your videos. Uh, shall we go and get, (laughs) that sounds really sleazy. I've seen your videos. Um, she slid into my DMs and said, shall we get a coffee? We went to Waterstones, did some book shopping, had a coffee and it has been dreamy ever since i just feel like sometimes i have a lot of friends that i am so close to but on like the things we have our interests in we don't align but we are just like the same person in every aspect (laughs) of life like but the fact that we met through booktube i think set us off uh, set us off off on a good like a good note Mm -hmm. yeah it was one of the first times i've like put myself out there i'm usually that type of person but i just had a good feeling about you so this is a pity friendship that's how our friendship began um and i had a couple of questions for myself about how jay and i met and i feel like we talk about jay so often yeah i just wanted to touch on that as well Um, and then we can talk about how i met my boyfriend (laughs) oh wait (laughs) (laughs) um mine and jay's story is not very exciting it literally is that we went to the same school we were in the same year at school um and then in year 11 we started talking and that that's that <laughs> that's literally <the> <laughs> no but you've been together for a ridiculous amount of years and it is a Seven. very impressive relationship i impressive. have spent a lot of time in both of their company and they are just as adorable as they sound on the podcast in real life Thanks, Em. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm a big Jay and Kira fan and I will be at the wedding. (laughs) I would quite like to be like the person that's like, what's the person that says the things at the front? You want to be the registrar? Yeah, I want to be that. That's my, uh, yeah, that's what what I would like to be in the wedding. I'm putting it in now. If we ever get married, then you can be the... Oh, is it like the officiator or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah that's the name for it. So that means you don't want to be a bridesmaid then? Oh, no, I, no, actually, I do want to be a bridesmaid. I've never been to a wedding. So you can shuffle down the aisle and then quickly get into the front yeah. of the aisle and do the wedding. Yeah, give me a big hat and then I'll be the officiator. Do they wear big hats? I don't know. Maybe that's just in the Shits Creek wedding <laughs> where Moira is the officiator. I don't know. You can wear a hat if you want to. Thank you so much. It's a deal. Great. That's signed you up then. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so that is the brief introductory questions. I feel like we've already managed to make that last for quite some time. So yeah, um, let's jump in. But this is like both questions? sections. This That's is like true. both. Yeah, this is a you know the big beefy meaty juicy. So this <laughs> time, um, so yeah, should we do two of the episode? <laughs> Oh no, no one will click on it. Um, I'm going to go with quite a lighthearted one first. Mm-hmm. I got, do we put cream or jam first on scones or scones? I don't know what you say. We've talked about this before. It's scones. I say scone. Oh God, I knew you were going to be a scone. Every time I learn that about you, it, it horrifies me anew. You keep forgetting it. You're repressing the trauma because you can't yeah. cope with the reality. Um, so I personally would put the cream on first and then the jam. And I hate scones. (laughs) It's really weird. Like, I had this day in my life where I ate a cream and jam scone and I also ate avocado toast. And I don't know what happened that day. Like, literally, no idea. But now I can't eat either of those things and I think it's because I ate them on that day, maybe in quick succession. But I'm grossed out by both of those things. So it was Jenna that asked this question. I'm sorry, Jenna, I don't even like scones. Wow. I feel like in my mind, I view it like how I would butter toast. And if I was going to have butter and jam on toast, you would obviously put the butter on first and then the jam on top. I think that's logical. You know, I don't, I can't imagine how it would even work in reverse. Like, I just think it would be really messy. So, yeah. I mean, if I was going to like make a scone for someone else, think I'd go cream and jam, like cream then jam. I just think it would be neater and like... A lot nicer to look at so yeah case closed next question <laughs> okay next question i have is is there any fictional world that you would like to visit or live in Ooh, that is a difficult question and where knowing it beforehand might have helped let <laughs> <laughs> me think i feel like most of my favorite books are contemporary so therefore it's the well, same fictional world. doesn't necessarily mean just books. Oh, I'm not thinking that's of books. Because again, well, a lot of the books I like are just contemporary set in this world. Well, can you answer first then? Because I'm stuck. Um, I would want to live in Stars Hollow in the world of Gilmore Girls. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. That's just inspired me. I'd quite like to live in Tree Hill with all the Tree Hill characters. Love it. Love From that. One Tree Hill. So we're basically yeah. just going back to the noughties. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch my boyfriend play basketball on a basketball court and go to basketball games and, you know. Didn't know you were so into basketball, to be I'm honest. not. I think it's the boys on the basketball court aspect. I didn't say I wanted to play it. You just see most of your life decisions in the Tree Hill world seem to be surrounding basketball. Well, that's what that's what the Tree Hill world is. That's the main. The main. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. It's Never based on it. basketball. It's an elite TV show and I will die on that hill. I like that question. It that just one Tree me. Hill. Yeah, that one Tree Hill. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Kind of similar because it's about TV. I got a message that said, I love how you always talk about Made in Chelsea. What is your favourite Made in Chelsea era? Ooh. Okay, and I have already thought about this, obviously, because I saw the question. Mm-hmm. And even though it's the era that most irritated me to watch, I think, you know, like, the first couple of seasons with Lucy Watson, when Spencer's, like, dating and being an arsehole to everybody, mm-hmm. and Lucy comes in and she's sassy, and then you've got Jamie in there as well. It's just a mm-hmm. high-intensity, like, era. I really enjoy it. That, I mean, I love lucy watson that's Mm -hmm. just a fact so anything that that she was in i loved and i think when she was first in it it was like very exciting because i just felt like she was 
not like the other people in the show so it was quite fun. I also really liked the era where Jamie, Proudlock and Francis lived together oh, and they that got is a the painting one. done of like yeah. the merging of their faces. I really liked that. Um, what else? Very early drama surrounding Millie and Hugo um, and Rosie. Millie, Hugo and Rosie. Look how that worked out because Millie and Hugo have a baby together now, so also no side note, well. cutest baby, really cute, um, and also Sienna is Sienna, the cutest yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so there's so many eras. Like there's definitely ones I've cared less about, but there's usually a couple of people or you know certain storylines that yeah. I get very invested in, and I don't really care about the rest of it as much. But I can't wait for it to come back next week. I know. I know. The debrief is going to be unreal. Oh my god. It's going to be a Made in Chelsea episode. Let's just put that out there <laughs> right now. Okay. So next up, I have a question, which came from Sarah, um, who asked the really important question, which was, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate Biscoff? Oh, zero. <gasps> Did you not know that about me? I hate Biscoff. <laughs> maybe one I, no I give it a one or a two because it's not like tuna like tuna I just could not eat but Biscoff I could eat but I don't like it I'm genuinely <laughs> I saw the shock on your face then I thought you knew Speechless. that about me I didn't I can't believe that's never come up before wow sorry Weird. um okay and you rate it a 10 I assume yeah that's like non-negotiable like i will eat it with a spoon from the jar that's disgusting no it is not though that's the thing it was one i guess (laughs) (laughs) but no biscoff is so good i can't believe you don't like it wow yeah i used to i like the biscuits more than i like this bread but like the fact that complete opposite it is because everything became biscoff and it was just like too much for me you know i'd rather have nutella than biscoff any day of the week Mm. I do hear you, but I completely disagree. <laughs> I think we need to move on before this turns into an actual cat fight. <laughs> yeah, totally. I will second that. <laughs> okay, so next one that I've got is, if you could only read one more book for the first time for the rest of your life, so not a reread, a new book, I think we're going to have the same answer for this, what would you read? Um, Sally Rooney's new book. That's what I was going to say. What is yeah. it called? Beautiful World, Where Are You? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That that's the one. I feel, I don't know if, like, I don't know if my Sally Rooney love has come from you or if it came from Conversations with Friends or if, like, your love for Conversations with Friends. Like, I don't know what came first, Conversations with Friends or Kira. Like, it's like chicken and egg. It is really just, like, we are one in the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, normal people, we've talked about this before, I can take it or leave it conversations with friends changed my life so sally rooney's new book if i had to pick one book to read because i was thinking about this and there's no series but i'm waiting for the next book so i'm Mm. gonna say the same answer as you and i knew when i saw that question that we were gonna have the same answer yeah um just are you are you all nervous for it because i know that i'm gonna love it i know i am whereas for you having not really like normal people and conversations with friends came first they're normal people so i am nervous but i didn't i think if i went and reread normal people which is what i've been meaning to do for a long time i think i would enjoy it um mm. i think i just like it took me a while to get used to the no speech marks kind of writing style of sally rooney uh, mm. but i have read the synopsis of this new one and it does sound so up my street so we'll see 
We, we will, will see. And we'll certainly be talking about it. So. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Now, next up is quite an interesting question, actually. Um, a little bit deeper. And it says... Oh do you ever do you ever worry that your online presence might hinder your employment chances? Oh, that is a good question. I, I've never thought about it before because I think that the kind of content that I put out online is very much bookish and writing related. Mm-hmm. The only where that I, the only where the only place where I really talk about like life stuff is on this podcast. And I even then I think it's all quite you know we lift each other up positivity mm-hmm. and all of the roles that I apply for are kind of marketing roles or would be like publicity roles or writing roles and things where I think actually content creation would support my CV. If I was mm-hmm. making controversial content, then I'd be a bit more worried. But I think. It's just bookish content. Who can it hurt? 100%. I um, was thinking the same thing. I think it obviously depends on what industry you are in. Yeah. But being in the world of digital marketing, I've only ever considered that my job... It's um, like yeah. It would be an asset to do YouTube and to be online because a lot of times when you look at um, job descriptions and things they say like that you should be social media savvy and be focused on your own social media presence as well because they want to see evidence that you're actually engaged in social media so that you understand yeah. it if I was a teacher or like a nurse or a doctor or something like that like and yeah you had to consider you know like what the public's going to think of you and that you also need to maintain professionalism not to say that we're not professional but that you are like a specific customer facing role I don't know maybe it'd be different but again I don't really have any concerns about the content that I share that I think it would reflect badly on me anyway so like if I was about to go up for a secret service agent role I'm pretty sure being on like under the radar would be better (laughs) it's unlikely that I'm ever going to apply for that Um, unlikely but not impossible (laughs) yeah I mean I could be who knows maybe I am right now dun 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 um (laughs) definitely just blowing my cover if I am but uh yeah my job at the moment is predominantly social media so I think just having experience with using those platforms is only seen like from my experience as a benefit and as a strength in fact I'd even go as far to say as I don't think I would have got my current job without the content creation that I do so yeah exactly I think it's definitely important um okay we'll go for another deep one where do you see yourself in 10 years time whoa well I'll be when I read this I was like mate I'm just making it through the day today uh I would be um 33 36 <laughs> shut shut up um 33 that would be i uh, imagine at the, the point of being 33 that i would be done with having children done with having children yeah holy <laughs> i was gonna say oh you'll have started having children by then done how many do you want either t- either two or four <laughs> I can imagine you with four children. Because with like a minibus. <laughs> oh my god, a minibus! I want like I, I would love a VW camper van. Love it. It's a vision I have for myself. I'm like I have so many different internal personalities. Where there's like the hippie me who wants to live in a van and travel around, and then the much more realistic one who's like, obviously that's not going to happen. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think by the time I'm 33, I would like to be, you know, done with that. Um, not to judge anyone, but I, I don't want to be like an 
old parent. You know, when you say done with that, you do realise that when you've done having them, you've got to then Yeah, yeah. Have so them. I, I mean, like, <laughs> be done with the birthing process. <laughs> oh, God, that's so interesting. Like, I, it doesn't surprise me, but I wasn't expecting you to say that. So that's interesting. So I'm thinking, like, my mum, who we love, we talk about her all yeah, the time, apparently. Massive fan. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was 31 when she had my sister. Right. Um, and I obviously base all of my life choices around the life that my mum has already led. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, aside from that, I honestly have no idea. I think being on YouTube and stuff, it's going to be really interesting to see how that like shifts and changes. Not that that's like a full-time job or anything, but I think it's so unpredictable considering like, let's imagine what someone like zoella would have thought her life would look like in 10 years and stuff it's like you know youtube was so different back then and like the whole world of content creation was so different and so i think regardless of whether i'm creating my own content or still working in digital marketing it's not i have no idea what the landscape will be like regardless yeah i feel like our jobs exist in quite an ever-changing landscape but so, one that I can't see fading away but yeah it be, will be interesting to see career-wise like what happens yeah and then I also would like to I don't know if I would still be doing it but I'd like to have tried out living um in like another country oh gosh I knew you were gonna say that why <laughs> don't leave me <laughs> I probably wouldn't we probably wouldn't do it for like a really long time but I think we'd both like to me and Jay I'm talking about not me and you, sorry <laughs> uh would like to try out some other country. Jay would love to live in America. I that would be cool. See Canada is probably more likely based on the whole visa status thing. Yeah. Um but it'd be fun to try out living somewhere different, I think. What Interesting. about you? So ten years time I will be about to turn thirty three and I would really like to by then be on the property ladder. That's something that I'd like to do. Yeah. Um career wise obviously like we just said, it's a constantly changing landscape. I'd really like to be working still in marketing somehow. And I'd really like to have published another book, like at least one, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. In terms of like family life, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I am in no position to guess what will happen. And if if the last couple of weeks have taught me anything, it's that life is so, so short and it can change <laughs> so quickly. Um, yeah. So I don't really, like I'm, I don't really want to set any expectations in terms of family life and like romantic life or anything like that. Children is something that I really, want as well but like you I just feel like I'm in no position to predict 10 years time but in terms of what I can control I do want to get on the property ladder I do want to publish another book at least one um in terms of creating content I can't imagine I'll be creating content in the same way in 10 years time mm-hmm. um we've spoken about this before this podcast is definitely my favorite thing that I do at the moment uh, so I think I think YouTube takes a lot of time and effort I've really fallen off the YouTube game in the last few weeks like understandably but in general I think also as well so considering I'm feeling that way now who knows what would happen but yeah I feel like I just want to be healthy and happy and we'll see healthy happy and with another book published (laughs) that's the oh and also I would really like to have a cat (laughs) just the one disappointing <laughs> one at one kind one kind of goal i have for myself not really a goal is to have cats and then let them have a litter of kittens and then get them like neutered so that i can have the litter of kittens <laughs> all of them yeah i'm not sure i should be saying this like oh no potential suitors are going to be listening to this but do yeah i'd you... love to raise a litter 
do you have any cat names in mind? I really love the name Peanut. <laughs> I love that. So I asked this because I recently had a dream about having a ginger kitten. And he was right. called he was called Marmalade in my dream. Aww, I was like, that's oh my so god. Cute. It's like I don't see myself getting any more animals. Oh really? Um because it's too too much devastation and pressure. I'm like, I just yeah. can't. Yeah. Um, I mean, potentially in future, especially if said potential children that I may or may not have finished having by the time I'm 33 <laughs> want to have pets. But I think Jay and I both agree that we won't get any more pets until we're like mm. fully settled or have bought a house and like we don't want to do any more traveling or anything like that. Yeah, I um, think obviously a cat adopted us, which we didn't really have much say in, but um, it chose you. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have gotten a cat, but he chose us, so who are we to disagree? <laughs> I've just I've just thought of another animal-related thing for my future life. If I don't have the litter of kittens, I'd re- or maybe even if I do, I don't know, um, I'd love to rescue a greyhound. I've always wanted I to do that. I love greyhounds. I love greyhounds so, so, so much, and I'd love to rescue one. Um, I love it when they wear turtleneck jumpers. <laughs> I'd, yeah, and I've heard that they're just so like loving, and I feel like they're so underappreciated. Oh, I just want to cry when I think about greyhounds, so yeah. That's that's my rough 10-year plan, is in not really a plan at all. We'd love to see it. <laughs> As I sit here in my pyjamas at 5pm, looking forward to a pizza and having watched Made in pizza? Chelsea all afternoon. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yes. Where you I'm like, pizza from? It's actually a Waitrose pizza. I feel like we've talked about that a lot, but it's just kind of... I never normally shop at Waitrose. But it's a feta and caramelised onion pizza. So that sounds I'm excited so bougie. For that. And yeah, I've got the new pajamas on, made in Chelsea pizza. I'm happy with that for now. Let's just let's just see what happens in ten years. <laughs> I love that. I really want pizza now. I'm so jealous because Jay is at work, and we were meant to have Linda McCartney burgers and chips for dinner last night, but we didn't. Jay had shreddies, and I had pasta and quiche. Um, <laughs> shreddies <laughs> for dinner. Yeah, he had a big bowl of frosted shreddies. Um, and then Jay's at work tonight until 9pm. And I was like, oh, well, can you do the burgers when you get home? And then we were like, no, that's stupid. You can't have burgers at 9pm. So yeah. again, I think I'm going to have pasta and quiche and who knows what Jay will eat. So I really wish I was having pizza. But Yeah, I, I am excited. But also, pasta and quiche, take a shot because you said it again. Uh, <laughs> sounds nice. Sounds like all the carbs you want in your life. Yeah, I'm all about the carbs. I do throw a bit of spinach in there for good measure. But like, is that a carb as well? <laughs> spinach that's not a carb fruits and vegetables are carbs are they yeah wow you learn something new every day i feel like today i have learned that and also that molly may's hair isn't real and my life doesn't feel the same now i know those things i feel like people hear carbs and they think like bread but carbs is fruit is 100 percent carb basically that's so weird. That's a fact that I'm you I'm going to pretend know if, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, if you'd if you'd ever been um high carb low fat vegan, <laughs> then you'd know about that. <laughs> I am never going to be that thing. <laughs> don't I would I would highly not recommend it. I would I love being a vegan, but that was a, a phase that was not, not great. the one. Not, not the one. one. I think it's pretty standardly accepted by ex hclf vegans that that was not a great thing what's a hclf vegan oh, hashtag, right hashtag <laughs> hclf hashtag rot 4 hashtag 80 20 80 10 10 hashtag the... i was just sick in my mouth 
<laughs> yeah, literally. And like, just scroll back to the bottom of my Instagram feed, and that is like all it is <laughs> just like 10 banana smoothie bowls and all kinds of horrific things. Um, but yeah. I'm Caps happy for you that fruit. you're now. Oh my voice. I'm happy for you that you're now having pasta and quiche for dinner. What a glow. Me too. Me too. Love that for me. Um, I <laughs> take a shot every time I say love that for you or love that for me. 100% okay. absolutely. What is going on with my voice? <laughs> we'll just move on. Next question. I'm sorry. I just need a second. <laughs> what because of my voice? Yeah. <laughs> This episode is all over the place and I'm living for it. Deep breath. Um, Okay, next question. Um, Because we're clearly so on top of our lives, someone has asked, (laughs) what are your morning routines? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'll be honest, that pause was, do I lie? (laughs) Just because I went through such a phase of setting my alarm an hour earlier and reading for an hour and then getting up and doing the bed to desk commute we've talked about this on there before that's not Mm -hmm. a lie i have kind of regressed and it is now wake up watch tiktok for an hour (laughs) go go and get a pop tart (laughs) what flavor pot fudge sunday oh we love to see it i'm sorry we love to see it we We love love to see it so yeah no that's only been this week no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use this week as a template for my entire life i do normally aim to have the hour of reading before work then go and um get clocked in kind of answer my email sit down at my desk then go make a coffee i have this week perfected my Starbucks drink at home. I told you about this already. Uh-huh. I posted I about it on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I was getting, it was getting to the point where I was ordering too many Starbucks deliveries. I paid £9 for a coffee and that is a low point, low point in my life. Like we can gloss over that. And so <laughs> I have learned how to make a, like a Starbucks style peppermint mocha. So I'll make one of those, get some toast or a bagel or something like that and then sit down and work for the day. I love that. Wholesome. With a shower in there too, obviously. Um, can I just say, fully support the DIY Starbucks drinks and we're currently doing something similar um, because we have been spending way too much money on coffee. Coffees. It happens when you move to York. It's, yeah. it's a disease. I mean, I went for a socially distanced walk with Sarah the other day because um, she was over in York to use the library for university. Um, so we went for a walk and we went to two coffee shops. Wow, which ones? Um, Spring... Espresso. Spring espresso. That's the one. Actually, should I say that on podcast? No, probably not. That's the one where I worked for a week. Oh. Okay, and now I'm going to say it. They employed me as a chef. <laughs> and I had to quit because I'm not a chef. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then we also nipped by Brew and Brownie because... <gasps> a classy. You have to. Also did go to, um, on a separate walk, to Coffee Culture the other day as well. No, I go there again now. Love it. Coffee culture. You are. They made it. I feel like this is a very niche chat. (laughs) Coffee culture make one of the nicest, most chocolatey hot chocolates in York. Mm -hmm. Jay got a caramel latte, big fan. And I got a chai latte, also a big fan. Um, So yeah, we went on a walk. I got two coffees and I realised that it was a problem because I was like, I can't be doing this. I am now spending more money than I ever have before because I'm paying rent and I'm like suddenly spending money on coffee. Like I'm yeah. Welcome, I'm welcome not. to my life. Welcome to my life. Um, so we have purchased, or rather Jay purchased for himself, whipped cream and marshmallows so that we can just do his nice. lattes at home. Um, because 
you've got to have the luxury elements to make it really feel authentic. Exactly. I'm just going to pop in here my Starbucks recipe for anyone that's wondering. <laughs> I ordered the Monin Frosted Mint Syrup and the Monin Dark Chocolate Sauce. And I do my shot of espresso. Espresso? I just said espresso. Oh, I'm you an were a barista. barista and I just said that. Espresso. You do your shot of espresso from my espresso. Then I mix in a squirt of, or quite a big squirt of the chocolate sauce. Then some mint syrup. Then I'd almond barista milk. Changed my life. Love it. Pop that. Mm-hmm. mix it all together another drizzle of sauce on top feels like you're in starbucks slash feels like you've just paid nine pound for a starbucks drink <laughs> but you have not you've got it but i have not much much cheaper which i think must make it taste even better um so back onto the question morning routines do i have one no <laughs> <laughs> my um. laugh there are a few things that I do without fail every morning. Um, the first one being scroll and usually end up on TikTok. Yeah. Um, the second being have a cup of tea at some point. Um, also, you know, feed the animals and all that fun stuff. Some mornings I go for a run. This morning was one of those mornings. Um, Love that And I think you. <laughs> my schedule is obviously a little bit more flexible at the moment because I'm on furlough but when I'm at work it's a little bit more structured whereas at the moment my morning routine kind of depends on whether Jay is at work on that day and if so what time he starts work and that kind of dictates what we are doing so a little bit more flexible not the most productive but um I do generally always wake up early like I now that it's light again on the morning I struggle to sleep past six so no that's yeah. why no i'm i'm waking up very early lately i don't know why that is um just yeah. means more more room for tiktok so to conclude i don't think we really have morning routines no i uh, i quite like to spice up my routine um because working from home can be very monotonous yeah i think it is nice to just like not be constrained i think if you have a very 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 busy schedule um then a morning routine maybe just allows you to be more productive and or like ensure that you're getting everything that you want to get done done i always used to when i was in the office um wake up significantly earlier than i needed to to make sure that i had time to like have breakfast watch some youtube and basically like just have a morning that felt like relaxed and steady paced rather than feeling like I needed to rush out of the door. Whereas now working from home or on furlough, I don't feel like I need as much emphasis on like the morning routine because yeah, definitely. It's a bit bit more flexy. So yeah. Okay. Next question. I feel like we're already on 35 minutes. Don't know how long we're going to make this bit, but this one, I actually made my mum ask this question on Instagram so (laughs) that we could answer it. And it is top three taylor swift songs of all time oh my god <laughs> uh, well if you've had time to think about this yeah you go first. Go first. yeah right okay i think this is gonna shock you so my first one is enchanted from the speak now album mm-hmm. i just think that's a bloody beautiful song absolutely adore it um wildest dreams because i just love the vibes of that one and then mm-hmm. the third one it is it is difficult for me to pick but i think i think i'm gonna go for I've forgotten the name of it. <laughs> Favourite song? De- no, Death by a Thousand Cuts. It's either Death by a Thousand Cuts or Cornelia Street. They come after each other, I think, in the album, and I just love them both. So if I can squeeze them in as like a duo third option. That's not that's how this works. But, well, um... it's how it works because it's my question of a mum asked it. 
Okay, well, in that case, I'm also going to pick four songs because okay, if you get to do it, then I get to do it. Okay, so seeing as it was on your list as well, I'm also going to say um, Wildest Dreams, Ooh. which is a new addition to my favourites list, but yeah, obviously... Have you heard the remix of that? The re- the rehab, me- like it's rehab, but with a three instead of the E? Remix? No, I Very good actually. remix. Good shower song, peps you up for the day. I love that. Um, but I, obviously, there was... You haven't watched Bridgerton, but it was turned into a string quartet orchestra-y version for Bridgerton. Um, nice. And I saw some people um, talking about how versatile Taylor Swift is because <laughs> it was used for Bridgerton and it specifically was used for the montage of some very steamy scenes. Sexy scenes. But then it's also been used now in the Taylor's version for the advert for like a cartoon horse film. Oh, I saw that. So it's like, wow, she just surprises everyone um so yeah wildest dreams uh champagne problems um, good choice i just love it it reminds me of little women like i just hear it and i think about Ooh, joe and yes, laurie and amy yeah. and i'm just like it's such a good song um oh, what's next it's difficult it's really difficult and it obviously changes and depends on like what you've been listening to yeah because i'm thinking Tis the damn season at the moment. Okay. I, I do love that. Um, and maybe Exile. You really like the most recent albums, don't you? See, I, I didn't include anything there. Are, yeah, so like 100%, I am not a fake Taylor Swift fan, but I'm not as much of a long-time fan as you. And these last two albums are the only two albums that I've really done like a deep dive into before I would unashamedly just be someone who'd listen to a few of her songs when they were like in the charts and stuff I wasn't like actively seeking them out as much um (laughs) I really would say her last I'm trying to think what albums of hers do I actually like so oh if we're gonna get into a fight about this let's not talk about it (laughs) no it's not it's not that there's any that I don't like but in terms of like my personal no I do know what you mean like reputation isn't my cup of tea really I did I enjoyed that I was like this is fun (laughs) (laughs) also side note have you heard the first song that's been released from the vault I actually haven't yet it's got it's got Marin is it Marin Morris that how you pronounce that on it oh yeah 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 it's yeah. definitely Fearless Era vibes, mm-hmm. obviously, because really <laughs> it's Fearless Era. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I really like the like acoustic-y and just like more chill, dialed back vibes of the two most recent albums. And I yeah. like that about Lover as well, although Lover is more of like a soft acoustic. Um, and I also, before those three albums, would have said that 1989 was my favourite. So Right. Um, yeah, I, I do really enjoy the new... Um, albums and i also yeah, think, I think they came at the right time that 100 percent did like i probably if life would have been as busy and i'd have been in the office and stuff like i maybe wouldn't have been yeah i like as inclined to like really listen to them all um and also i think that potentially we wouldn't have gotten evermore because i think the hype of folklore was like it really lifted people up throughout lockdown yeah and i think that then led her to release the second album so yeah, I agree. which I'm grateful for because we did that entire podcast episode on folklore and evermore and at the time I said that folklore was my favorite still but now that I've moved it, it over I prefer evermore so I'm grateful that it exists yeah it's a good sister album and I'm excited for the Taylor's version of fearless the entire album to be released that comes out a few days after my birthday and I am 
hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on from Taylor Swift, I would also just like to mention for anyone who might be interested um, that Jay is not a big Taylor Swift fan. Um, however, he does like country music and on his country music playlist is Our Song by Taylor Swift. And he loves Oh, that's that. a classic. That is a classic. He, he loves to Respect you for liking that song, Jay. Um, so yeah, moving on. Moving um, on. Next question I have, probably should have gone at the beginning when we were talking about introductions, but I thought it would be nice <laughs> because um, this is something that you always talk about as being something that you like to read about. Um, okay. And it is, do you have any siblings? And I know that you like to read about and also write yeah. about sister relationships. So thought you could yeah chat i have <laughs> one younger sister there was four years between us so she is 18 i am 22 um and we are very very different um so i am quite obviously i think on the podcast this might not come across because like it's very chatty podcast but i think that's mm-hmm. because we're just like it's just like we're talking to each other but yeah. i am more introverted in my hobbies um sometimes i think i'm maybe an ambivert but i don't know I'm definitely more on the introvert spectrum. Like writing is very uh, isolation, isolationy mm. hobby, and reading is as well. And creating content, although it's like with an audience, you're kind of just speaking to a camera on your own. And she is very much she studies performing arts. She likes to perform. She likes to sing in front of people, act, dance. Like we couldn't be more different in that sense. Like she was mm-hmm. always the one that went first into the room when we went to family gatherings, and I'd just <laughs> like go behind her. Like yeah, you go first. Um, but I think as we get older, those differences don't matter and we're becoming more and more like friends which is something that I am really enjoying love that for you so much love it um <laughs> I also have siblings I have two um I am the oldest and the best um but I do have two siblings <laughs> yeah I forgot um, to add that in mine <laughs> yeah um it's just a first child thing I think but um I have a younger brother he is 17 months younger than me so I am as we've established my mum always it's just my mum she's she's exact it's in my head so she is no (laughs) (laughs) i'm 23 and he is 22 um and then my little sister is 17 so big bigger age gap between me and tane but um we shared a room so I feel like although there is a bigger age gap we are quite close still um, and they are both really cool big shout out to <laughs> Cav and Attain <laughs> they are both really cool really cool yeah we haven't met each other's siblings I don't think or maybe you met Rachel at my book launch I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah I'm not going to proclaim that I didn't yeah. in case I offend any further <laughs> family members by saying I've not met them yet um, but you definitely haven't met my siblings yeah. unless at some point you've like come across them without me being there and without wow. knowing that that they're yeah. my siblings but um i think it is really interesting because like we are all really close um we're a a chatty family Atain is the least talkative out of all of us i think because she's the youngest child and she was just a bit overshadowed by me specifically um talking <laughs> all the time so she didn't really get as much of an opportunity to speak um but we're all i think quite different but we get on really well um i think it's interesting to see how we've changed as well because i'm now the sportiest out of the the three of us whereas like when we were younger my brother cav he would literally be 
doing football all the time like he literally never stopped moving he does have ADHD so that's probably got something to do with it but he literally never stopped moving and Italian was also really into like dance and gymnastics and all that kind of stuff whereas now they don't really do as much activity and I'm a yoga teacher so I'm like <laughs> look how that happened um but Tain is really beautiful and I'm the ugly sister so. <laughs> no you are not I will not take that kind of language it's just ridiculous. I like I I remember showing my boss a picture of my sister at some point um from her Instagram because she is so much more glamorous than me. She definitely takes after my mum in that respect. And my boss was like, Wow. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I'm the ugly sister. And she's like, No, you've got you you're beautiful in in your own way. Oh like, Kira. <laughs> no, I do not like that energy. You are beaut. Which actually Kind of brings me to, I feel like maybe we should do one more each. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I got a question that said, what is your favourite thing about the other person? Oh my Which God, I think that's literally the next best. That's basically what my question was. Mine was from oh, Mary really? and she said, what was our favourite thing about our friendship? So Okay, so shall we do both? I think they're like slightly different. Yeah, okay. Okay, so my favourite thing about you is if you've watched any of Kira's videos, you'll know that she's very eloquent and like she puts words together very well. And I am someone that like, I just think like I do have a lot of chaotic energy and I always have like we joke because we have an agony aunt column but I do go for advice to Kira no I do go to Kira for advice a lot and Kira gives really good rational advice like you know how some people you'll go to you'll go to them for advice and they'll just tell you what you want to hear Mm -hmm. whereas then other people like you will actually tell you what you need to hear and I think that's a lot of the time like more important and you're just a very supportive and never tell me off for needing too much advice friend oh thank you <laughs> you're welcome um, okay i'm trying to think about how to like put this into words does that mean it could be offensive no it's definitely not offensive i feel like it's more of an amalgamation of things but essentially okay. first of all i feel like you as in our friendship and everything, like we're, we could be very open. So I feel like yeah. you're the type of person who I could talk to anything about. And I also think then, regardless of the situation, you can make everything funny because you, you do make me laugh a lot. So I just feel like... You, <laughs> oh, I like that. You're, you're very an, uh, an uplifting presence. Oh my God, that I want that written. I was about to bring it right back down and say I'd quite like that written on my grave. So <laughs> we'll pretend I said CV instead. <laughs> yeah no I like that my favorite thing about our friendship is for example like the last time we were in a car together we just pissed ourselves laughing (laughs) the entire journey about nothing and I just think that's like what I like is that we can have you know the really deep emotional chats that you do have Mm -hmm. with such close friends but then also we can just laugh our heads off at literally nothing for hours like it's just the best it is amazing and I in terms of my favorite thing about our friendship this probably sounds really egotistical but you kind of said it earlier (laughs) on in the episode but we are I think very very similar yeah yeah and so in terms of our friendship I just feel like we're always on the same wavelength which means as you just said we can go from like the super deep conversations to complete ridiculousness and it just always seems to work I feel like we we bounce well together. Bounce off each Aww, other. I don't how, know. How wholesome. No, like we do. We are very, very similar people. And I know it's nice to have people that are opposites, but it is also nice to have someone that just feels like an extension of yourself. Yeah. Um, and I also really enjoy about our friendship that we are both on team Papa John's, not team Domino's. <laughs> Woohoo! 
good because I think that benefits us. I feel like a bit of a betrayer saying it, seeing that I am an ex-Domino's employee and also like back at the Domino's that I worked at, which I worked out that I stopped working there now like five years ago but they still message me when vegan things come out and like do you want to try this for free oh my god like, i know shout out to fabio because he's the store manager and he's really nice but um <laughs> i feel like we've talked a lot about ex-employers in this episode <laughs> so i do love my specific domino store that i've worked at but in terms of actually eating experience papa john's straight up yeah Papa John's Margarita, you just can't go wrong. Like, I know that's really boring, but they excel no, no, at no. it. It's like sometimes if something it is just that spot. good, you don't need to jazz it up with anything crazy. Yeah, and I feel like a margarita is the baseline on which to judge all pizza restaurants. Have you had the tater tots? Oh, I have. I didn't like them. <laughs> Did you have them with anything on? Cheese. Yeah, see, I would recommend getting the plain tater tots. Because I got the ones with vegan cheese once and I was like, this is a bit much. But then I got the plain ones last time on our first night in the new house and I Cute. really liked them. So. I, I actually think Papa John's do a such wide variety of sides. Like I remember we did a big deal in our house. There's five of us in our house. And so we got like, I think three large pizzas or yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> and then we got like the vegan chicken bites, which are insane. The scrolls, the garlic bread, the tater tots. <laughs> Honestly, they do such a wide range. Oh, <laughs> this is becoming a Papa <laughs> fan account. <laughs> but I just love them. The problem is, is that because they have such a wide range, they're like you could so easily spend an insane amount mm. of money on just one meal because... But they do a very good range of deals like when we got all that it was like three large pizzas and all those sides and two bottles of drink for 50 pounds mm. oh, <laughs> I mean, pa- papa john's if you're listening by any chance <laughs> sponsor um, us. we could do with a sponsor and like you'd be the perfect fit <laughs> you really would we love you and um, it's i think i've never been able to take advantage of the deals because it's usually just me ordering them and jay yeah. is a domino's guy so we get oh two just you wait orders. just you wait <laughs> when we can tag team it oh it's gonna be good not for my health but for my stomach i'm gonna really enjoy it i think my airpods are about to die so it's a good it's a good 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 it's a good thing that we're almost at the end of this episode i just <laughs> lost my head i was looking at you like what are I you i was saying? like please help me <laughs> okay well with that in mind i really do hope that you enjoyed this episode it has been a little bit chaotic but i think a really good insight into who we are as people which is you know a little yeah, bit wild that's, that's what crazy. we were hoping for um, and we hope that you feel like you got to know us a little bit better from this episode if you want to join in with any of the answers to the more generic questions e.g zodiac sign age where are you from? All that kind of fun stuff. Top T, top T, top three Taylor Swift, <laughs> top three Taylor Swift songs, best made in Chelsea eras. Yeah, all of the important things so that we can get to know you like you've just got to know us, then that would be great. And you can let us know all the answers to those questions at our Instagram, which is at we're spinning plates. Um, and we'll be back with a normal themed episode with a three parts introduction, weekly roundup, main topic and agony ant next week so bloody hell did you script that because that sounded good <laughs> uh, i'm thinking about changing to become a tv presenter as my new career i think you'd be a good audiobook uh reader because i'm ugly joking <laughs> <laughs> <Get around. laughs> 
<laughs> right. We're not finishing the episode on that bad energy. Kira is beautiful and we are signing out on that note. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye guys. <laughs>